JW Nordstrom down 15%. Literally the opposite of the move we got in Macy's, which rallied huge after its report. So let's figure out what's going on. Stephanie Wissink is back with us, Managing Director and Consumer Research Analyst at Jefferies. Stephanie, what is wrong with Nordstrom here? How come they can never seem to go in the right direction? Yeah, I mean, I think this today is really a penalty for poor explanation and just more hesitation versus answers coming out of this quarter. You know, usually we like to look at quarterly updates as points of confirmation for longer term themes. But this one left us with a few more questions than answers. And I think, unfortunately, you're seeing that in the stock today. So the earnings actually came in ahead of expectations, but uh, the market's not so uh, focused on that, it seems. Is this still just the idea that they're having difficulty adapting to the e-commerce world compared to peers? I mean, is it that simple? Yeah, I think it's actually more than that. I think if you look at just the headline sales figure, they beat by about 250 million, roughly 225, 250 million. They raised yeah. the year by a billion. Right. So they're signaling to the market that their confidence in doing more business in revenue is going up. But what the the fallout was was on the profit margins. So those are slower to improve. And I think you're seeing some concerns around maybe this business model just doesn't have the same profit power that the company has expressed that it could have. And that's leaving some, again, unresolved sentiment today around is there something structurally wrong with the business or is this management team just being ultra conservative? This is a very uncertain time. The backdrop is unclear. And maybe they're just building themselves in a, a bit more of a cushion, um, but that didn't come out in the call last night. So I think what we're trying to figure out is you know, just how much of this is conservatism versus how much is really a signal that something is systemically going on in this business model relative to the peer group. The top line sales, even though it was uh, big from a year ago, is below where they were two years ago, 2019. What does that tell us about how consumers are picking their preference? Because we know that they're spending right now. We've seen some of these numbers. Is it just like a brand issue? How does Nordstrom get away from that? I mean, if this is not where people choose to spend their money when they've got uh, huge amounts of income the past year, when are they going to do it? Yeah, I think there's a couple of thoughts here. One, let's just step back and think about who Nordstrom's core customer is. It's not a customer that was dealing with unemployment last year. So this has been a very steady customer in terms True. of access. You know, clearly, there was a pivot last year to digital versus in-store, and we've seen in-store traffic has improved across all of retail. But I also think Nordstrom has a secondary factor at this specific time in the year that makes the quarter a bit harder to diagnose, and that's the anniversary sale happens at the end of the quarter. So if you're a Nordstrom customer, you're waiting for that sale to spend. And when you actually look at the sale itself, they're actually above 2019. So in a total quarter basis, yes, mm. below 19, but the sale itself above. I think investors were probably looking for a little bit more from the sale, and the company did indicate it has progressed and improved as the, the sale has played out. But I feel like Nordstrom, relative to its peer group, it has this somewhat unusual circumstance with the cohort that it targets and the sale timing. And I think we're gonna have to look at what happens here in third quarter to really get a better measurement of how the business is functioning. Mm. I mean, that's the, I think that's the unresolved piece here coming out of the quarter today is, is just how much of this is again structural versus do we just have some contradictory data points because this company faces a very unusual, very large scale and very important anniversary sale every year at this time. 
I can get on board with that. I was looking for a suit last week and they had, I missed their sale and they said, come back for the anniversary sale. Look at the prices and it's just totally out of whack with what you can get at other good bespoke uh, suit tailors. But the other thing I noticed, Stephanie, when I was there is that they were hiring people on the spot. They had clipboards out. They took over a coffee shop in the Michigan Ave Mall and they were hiring like 10, 12 people interviewing. Is that going to move further to uh, uh, crimp some of their margins here that are in focus? Yeah, I think this is true across all of retail. You're, you're seeing more help wanted signs than you've probably seen in decades. And I think that for retailers like this and others, they're hiring both for immediate staffing, but also for what's coming, which is holiday. And we're already seeing the consumer is giving clues that they're willing to go back into stores to shop. So this whole notion that you know, 2020 is all about digital and 2021 is all about stores, we are seeing some of that coming to fruition that means that these stores need to be staffed for holiday. And I think a lot of these retailers recognizing that there's already a constraint in the labor pool, they're putting those clipboards out early and mm. they're starting to try to swoon the, the workers to be ready for when the, the consumers are coming and the consumers already signaling, you know, we're willing to come back. Uh, but in the Nordstrom model in particular, very high service model. Yeah. So they do need people on the floors to help the consumer servicing things like dress, suiting, footwear, 